Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, patrons! Good morning! Good morning! Ah, oh, what a beautiful morning! This is Lucas in the Morning. I'm from the old school. I got a street knowledge. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? The show where the hot topics get doused with a bucket of cold water. Now, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Fasten your seatbelts and get ready for a radio ride. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here's... Mike Lucas. Oh, and the disappointment begins already. Yes, 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 indeed. Mike Lucas not in on Lucas in the morning. In fact, he is out, out east in Piscataway or Red Hook or Teaneck or wherever they, wherever Rutgers is out there in New Jersey. Uh, Badgers and Rutgers uh, play basketball there this evening so Lukey's with the the ball club as well he'll be back tomorrow allegedly I'm Bob Brainerd uh sitting in the Lucas in the morning chair with you we're gonna have uh Andy Baggett on during the seven o'clock hour and it is Wednesday and so that means it's Wednesdays with Wayne Wayne Larravee will join us just after eight o'clock to talk Packers and Bears yeah those two teams are gonna do it once again coming up this Sunday at Lambeau Field. Got to bring in John Archer. Good morning, John. Good morning, Bob. How's it going? I'm doing okay. How you doing? Uh, I, uh, neither one of us is doing as well as Garrett Cole. That's morning, very true. Who is, uh, in, in case uh, you were uh, just waking up to the news, and this is news to you, then the New York Yankees got their man in Garrett Cole. Nine-year deal. This is reported a nine-year deal, three hundred and twenty-four million-dollar contract. John, yeah, crazy. I, I, I mean, even by baseball standards, crazy. And um, somebody did a breakdown, and and this this makes it. This doesn't make it better. This makes it crazier. Um, One point zero nine million dollars per start. Oh my All he has to goodness. do is start the game, John. Yeah. If he starts it and go lasts couple innings, and I uh, I got some elbow issues, you know, I, I don't I don't feel right. He started the game over a million dollars, one hundred sixty nine thousand dollars per inning. Per inning. That's okay. That's just ridiculous. It's it's that. Uh, just wait. Over a hundred and ten thousand dollars per strikeout. He was the strikeout leader last year yeah. in the American League. Um, so based on those numbers, each time he gets a whiff, there's over 110K right there. Cha-ching! Yeah. And, and, and here's one. It, it doesn't matter if it's a strike or a ball or a foul ball or a hit. $9,200 per pitch thrown. Each time he just throws the ball, 
And it doesn't matter what the result is. If it just ends up in the catcher's mitt, if it's fouled off, if it's hit out of the park for a home run, it's equal pay for each equal pitch. $9,200 for Garrett Cole. Now, think about this, John Archer. As your mouth is probably just hanging open, right? Just, just a bit, yeah. Like, okay. The um, I I, I got to find my uh my my digits here. All right, stand by. Bear with me. Where did it go? I got too much on the plate here. Obviously. Um. Okay. Uh. No one won the Mega Millions jackpot, which they're gonna draw for again. It's today. It's Wednesday. Yeah, because it's Wednesdays and Saturdays, right? I believe so, yeah. So the the last time there was a winner for the Mega Millions was September 24th. So they've had 22 drawings since then without a winner. And tonight's jackpot is $314 million. Even that wouldn't cover Garrett Cole's contract with the New York Yankees for nine years. Because that's 324 Yeah. You would still be $10 million short. If you, if you want, I mean, maybe the GM of the Brian Cashman of the Yankees is is playing Mega Millions, hoping that he strikes it big, <laughs> and then he figures I can make up the ten mil somewhere. Yeah, you know, but it still wouldn't cover it for a pitcher. Yeah, I mean that's the big thing, right? It's it's a pitcher. It, like you said, if it's over a million dollars per start, what happens if he tweaks something in his elbow? You know, year one, that's they're lighting a million dollars on fire every start he misses. Oh, that doesn't happen. P- pitchers don't go. Oh, wait, wait. Um, he's been he's been a good pitcher. He's been durable so far. But yeah, how many times do you see this? Plus, it's and and, and I understand. I mean, it's nine years. Is he going to pitch for nine years? Uh, probably not. I mean, but. What you're doing is is you're throwing on these extra years when there's he's not going to take the mound. Maybe the eighth and ninth years probably not, but you're 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 throwing that. It's kind of like a bonus. It's kind of like the incentive to come and sign with us. We'll give you an eighth year. We'll give you a ninth year. And if you don't pitch, you're just getting the money for not pitching. That's how these things work. But I'm going to circle this all the way back to the hometown team. The Wisconsin State team, the Milwaukee Brewers. If you are frustrated right now with their lack of movement, their lack of sexy sizzle signs, who I like that sexy sizzle signs. Um, and you see this and see that the playing field, pun intended, I guess, but it is not even in Major League Baseball. It is far from it, and the the gap every time you think. Well, it's starting to close the gap a little bit because you're going to have a luxury tax, and then and then you, you know you you get draft picks. If it, the the gap is starting to widen again, right? And this just this just proves it right there that it's it's not on a level playing field. There is no way. And going into free agency, the Brewers they knew there's no way we're getting Garrett Cole. No way. Don't even go sniffing around. To him or his agent, it ain't happening because the guy's going to break the bank and break the bank he did. So you have these lulls every once in a while in Major League Baseball where, and last year was kind of 
one of those where guys weren't getting signed and there was talk of collusion again. And really, realistically, when you looked at it, the talent wasn't all that great. They, in their minds, thought they were better and it was their turn to get paid, but no one wanted to overpay for certain guys. Then along comes Garrett Cole, and along comes certain players that seem to be worth the money. And the Yankees drop this Brinks truck of money. And then here we are again. It's all out of skew again where you don't have a chance. My God, I mean, they, the Yankees probably outbid the other interested parties, which were reportedly the Dodgers and the Angels and teams that have high payrolls and they, they have more money to deal with as well because they're in bigger markets, larger TV contracts, et cetera. But they outbid those teams to get Garrett Cole. So even, even amongst the elite teams that have bags of money at their disposal, they're getting outbid. Yeah. So if you're a Brewer, if you're a Brewer fan, John, it's it, it, that's why I say if you're frustrated with the pace of how things are going so far in this offseason, um, this should frustrate you more. This right here should be a signal that baseball's messed up and baseball isn't on an even playing field. It doesn't have a cap like the NBA or the NFL where it's like, all right, you want to throw all your money at your quarterback, that's fine. You want to throw all your money at your starting point guard in basketball, that's fine. But you're going to need to pay the other guys too, so get a cap person and figure it out. doesn't happen in baseball, and here we go again. It's all out of whack because of the Yankees and Garrett Cole. Good for him. The Yankees got Cole for Christmas. That's not a bad thing. It's not Cole in your stocking. It's Cole in your starting rotation this time around. So that rant is over for now. So much more to rant about on this edition of Lucas in the Morning. Again, we've got Andy Baggett coming up during the 7 a.m. hour. We've got Wayne Larvey talking Packers Bears during the 8 o'clock hour. So buckle up and stay warm. My God, it's in single digits today in Wisconsin. Burr, we'll keep you warm. Lucas in the morning. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. 
Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. There it is. Wait for the hook. Welcome back. Lucas in the morning. Garrett Cole. New York Yankees in pinstripes. Getting all that bling bling. I go from John Archer to John Adias now riding shotgun. Good morning, other John. Hey, fellas. What's up? What's up, Bob? Um, that is weird that Garrett Cole gets 320. I don't know if weird's the right. That's a dumb way of explaining it. But to get that Stupid. much money. <laughs> Stupid. That might be a better no, we way. Did. Uh, Archer and I, we, we were doing the breakdown. It was like, you know, somebody broke it down per pitch, per inning, per start. He, I mean, he, he gets a million, over a million dollars per start. Audience. Just to start the game. Is that like 30 based on 30 starts a year or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was like based on last year's numbers. And yeah. it's it's like over $9,000 per pitch, no matter what happens. If, if you pitch the baseball to the catcher and he catches it or it's fouled tipped or somebody fouls it off into the stands, that's that's 9000 bucks right there. So what so. is successful? For Garrett Cole's nine years. What is a successful record? What are their successful stats? What are successful accomplishments? What, if you're a Yankees fan, remember, you got to look at a different, you do, a different lens. Because as Brewers fans, you can't fathom $324 million to one Oh, play. no, no, no. No, no, no. Not not even in the same neighborhood, right? If, right. You know, for the Brewers. So no. it has to be from, no. so you have to take yourself out, uh, put your Emin, you know, Milwaukee Brewers baseball hat down. Ball and glove is what I was looking for. Put that down and put on a dog a, paw. A, a, yes, thank you. Uh, an N and a Y because you have a totally different look at things. But what is successful? What would be what would be successful where the Yankee a Yankees fan would say, yeah, well, we paid three twenty four and look what we got though. I would say successful would be he duplicates or comes close to duplicating what he has done the last couple of years in Houston, and that would be you're one of the leaders in the major leagues in strikeouts. You are a guy who can pitch deep into ball games. You are somebody who, I don't know, in this day and age, it's hard to win 20 games because uh, that used to kind of be the threshold. Like if you won 20 games, it's like, wow. Uh, and you had multiple uh, pitchers doing it. Now with the way bullpens are constructed, even a Garrett Cole, it's, it's not always fathomable to do that. But you need to be at least coming close to that, John. You, you need to be in the neighborhood of 20 games. you got to be like up and over 15 wins and, and, and to, to be what the Yankees... And then the final, the final affirmation needs to be the Yankees go to the postseason and they get to the World Series. And he's the ace. He has to be the ace. He can't and pull he's, a Clayton Kershaw. Right. Yeah. Nope, he, nope. So here's his last three years, Pittsburgh and two with Houston. This is his average... Um, a 681. Well, I don't, you know, I don't even look at win, wins and losses, whatever. A three, no, not anymore. Yeah, no. a 320 ERA, 266 strikeouts a year. This is his last three years and a whip of just over one, which is okay. really good. Yeah. So, I mean, those are good. That's $324 million nowadays, I guess. Yeah. I mean, not, and, I mean, and Cole is And you're going to do that year after year after year. Uh, Ken Rosenthal, um, he tweeted this morning, if if Cole exercises his opt-out from the Yankees after five years, which would be dumb, why would you do that? But but he could. Okay. He could opt out after five years and, and redo this. But if he would, he would walk away from $145 million. Who would do that? Uh, Not Garrett Cole. I think I'm going to opt out. Uh, I, 
I thought, well, who knows? Maybe he just goes on this stupid run where he thinks he can get even more money. But this goes back to that. Remember the, the 2011 MLB draft? I'm sure you don't because no one remembers drafts in Major League Baseball. I do not know. But here is the draft because I know Cole was part of that draft. The reason I know, because the Brewers had Corey Spangenberg and he was part of that draft. And I looked it up this past summer. All right. So Corey Spangenberg wow. was number 10 overall. Wow. Uh, after him was George Springer, by the way. Um, wow. Jose Fernandez of the Marlins at 14, Sonny Gray at 18. But the, this, listen to this top 10. Number nine, Javier Baez. Francisco Lindor was drafted number eight. Anthony mm. Rendon was number six. Trevor mm. Bauer was number three. And Garrett Cole was mm. the number one pick in 2011. Mm. Good class, huh? Juiced. Really good class. That's a bad term Man. to use when talking about baseball. Loaded. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. there, there you go. Um, so, you know, you know, good for him. Because he was similar to CC Sabathia, who also ended up on the Yankees from the Brewers, if you don't remember. But he was a West Coast guy who everyone thought he's going to the West Coast because that's where he wants to be. That's where he's from. And the Yankees swooped in and said, here's a whole, you know, Brinks truck of money. So he became a Yankee. Same with Garrett Cole. There was the assumption that he was going out West because that's his MO and he's dropped hints about that. Well, when it's three twenty-four million bucks in your your Christmas stocking, yeah, I can live out east, right? I'll make that happen. <laughs> I think I'll, you can, I'll make it work. I think you make any place work, right? For that amount of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, speaking of money, speaking of money, yes, it's going to cost a lot to land uh, Giannis with that supermax contract. But did you know? Did you hear what Stephen A. was saying about the Buck Star? Did you Did you hear I, this? No, I did not. I can probably guess, but but go ahead. You can quote it verbatim then. Well, here, why don't we just play a little bit of a uh, sound clip from First Take that Stephen okay. A. Smith has been hearing some interesting things regarding the New York Knicks. Let me tell you what's circulating in the NBA, uh, although the Knicks are not, is what I got to tell both of you. Jason Kidd is potentially a preferred candidate. Because Jason Kidd, who coached one year in Brooklyn before leaving for Milwaukee. I'm not mad at Jason Kidd. Neither, neither am I. But he's known for developing guys. Their belief is, is that Giannis, when he was fired in Milwaukee, Giannis was ticked mm-hmm. off and they wanted to leave. Oh, yeah, so by yeah. getting him to New York, it potentially gives them a better shot at Giannis. Oh, yeah. I'm just telling y'all what they say. It. I don't want to leave it. I'm just telling you. I waited to break that rule. I waited. You notice I held that. Yeah, I could have yeah. told you that. I could have told you that Friday. I waited till the day. Yo, can I, we I, just coach the Knicks? Way. I'm yeah, just telling you. I'm can just trying to give it to y'all. Do you want to coach the Knicks? Let's coach the Knicks. Pat Joe, you want some entertainment? Give Max, give Max the camera right now. I just, I just want to say one thing <laughs> you to James Dolan about your plan or the plan you think you're going to get Giannis because you get the coach. Dolan, nobody wants your money. Think about that for a second. You are such a bad owner. You cannot get and never have gotten a single bona fide superstar who was a free agent to come and take your money in New York City. The closest they to that is a monster. Mm. If Thank that's, you for piling that down. Yeah, sorry. It yeah. probably went on a 30 seconds uh, too long. But but here's the uh, bottom line, Bobby. Bobby B. Bobby that's B. The, that's the rumor. I don't know how much of this is theatrics by Stephen A. Like some dude said something. He's like, <laughs> well, I got to bring this to the air because I got to make this a bigger deal than it is. There's probably a lot to that. Um, but if the Knicks actually think getting Jason Kidd would help get Giannis, they're in la-la land. They're like, they're, it doesn't make sense. 
Look, look. Uh, we we know that Giannis, when when Kid was let go, Giannis was sincere in that uh, he wasn't happy because Correct. he had a relationship with Jason Kidd. Because that was basically, as Giannis started started to develop, that was basically his coach. Kidd was under his watch, okay? And so Giannis does have a relationship, and he liked Kidd. But at the same time, you don't hear... Giannis still lamenting the fact that Kidd isn't there. You don't hear him pining for Jason Kidd. You 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 know that he appreciates what Budenholzer has brought not only to his game but what he has brought to the franchise. And so, if if if, if somebody is connecting the dots, saying and, and and then and then Max Kellerman comes in and just you know kind of points this out. But if you think that. That relationship is so deep that Giannis feels like Jason Kidd is his brother, like one of his own, that he would hightail it to go and play for him. That is so far off the mark. Yes, Giannis likes him. Yes, there was a relationship there. But it's not some deep, dark relationship. Now, had Budenholzer come in and the Bucks were struggling and there was infighting in the locker room and... The players were saying, we don't know what the heck this guy's doing. He's making things too complicated. If there was some bad vibes going on there, then sure, John, sure. Then, then maybe there's some substance to this. But I think Giannis likes where he is, and I think he likes the coach and the potential that the team has around him. Yeah, I agree. If you think you're going to get Giannis by landing Jason Kidd as your coach, you're right. Ugh. There was some feelings there. He really loved Jason Kidd, but I think he's really liking winning uh, 15 in a row and everything else that's come with the coaching change as well. So I think you're crazy if you think that, Knicks. Yeah, Cray, little little Pat, Patsy Klein here yeah, to right. emphasize yeah. th- that point. By the way, um, doesn't matter what clip you play from that show. I always feel sorry for whatever the female is. That, that is supposedly hosting or refereeing or whatever because that that's like that's like the easiest job in the world. You just sit there and you, you go to break and then you welcome people back and then you let those two in. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. 
You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It's just screaming at each other. So that that's better than Garrett Cole's contract to me. That's stealing money right there. So I don't even know what her name is. That's how how much of the wallpaper that that person's role blends into. But I digress. I digress. Um, we will. Uh, what's the opposite of digressing, John? What's the opposite? Uh, uh, regress. 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 What? Undress? No, that's not it. Anyway, uh, Audius and I will figure it out here on Lucas in the Morning. That my love could hold you. Welcome back, Lucas in the Morning. Brainerd in for Uncle Lukey, who's out in New Jersey with Bucky basketball team. They face Rutgers in Big Ten play. And then next week, and then they, they reverse, so they, they beat Indiana, of course, at home. Great start to the Big Ten season. Uh, Rutgers tonight, and then back home, it's like a mini run of non conference games over the holidays, John Adias, and then they'll get back in Big Ten play in 2020. So, there you go. Um, how's, how's the Christmas shopping coming? How are the, you know, baking of the goods, the Christmas cards, is all that stuff starting to fall into place for you? Not, I mean, yes, there was it's coming. Some, I know, it's the worst. Here's what a couple of things. Um, it's fine, I guess. My wife, thankful for her because she's able to to do a lot of that and is always thinking about that while I'm thinking about which game or volleyball match I have to broadcast next um, and what time my alarm goes off. So she Friday, 1 o'clock, <laughs> Fieldhouse. Thank you. Badgers, Texas A&M. There don't, you go. Don't forget Thursday, 7 o'clock, women's basketball as well. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and then hopefully Saturday for volleyball again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's coming along fine, I guess. Yeah, it's fine. You guess. You don't sound... I mean, we're under. We are under two weeks. You know what I wish until Christmas Day. Well, no, exact. Okay, Christmas Day is exactly two weeks from today. Okay, Christmas morning, exactly two weeks from today. But if you're counting Christmas Eve, which a lot of folks do, then it's under two weeks. Then it's 13 days, and the clock is running. I I wish adults in the families would just uh, all agree, and maybe you do on your uh, on your in your family, but. I wish all the adults would agree, like, okay, we're not getting each other gifts, good, or maybe do like a secret Santa, just one gift, mm-hmm. because that mm-hmm. just adds so much more. And you know what? If I really wanted something, I'm probably just gonna go buy it. Gonna get it, yeah, yeah. And I you're probably like just gonna just, order just, it, right? Yeah, we're just swapping Nowadays. money. We're just exchanging money. Like, I'm gonna give you forty dollars worth of stuff. You're gonna give me forty dollars worth of stuff, and yeah. uh, I could have just bought whatever I wanted or saved it. Don't you love? Don't you love the gift card swap when that happens? Oh, you just exchange. I got money. you a gift card, <laughs> and yeah, and you get. So I got you a gift card for Starbucks. You got me a gift card for Qdoba. All right, so you know, yeah, it is. It's it's you know, I I, I like Mexican food more than you like coffee. So you know, that's what we're doing. But yeah, you're basically exchanging cash to go and get said items when you could have just gotten the items anyway. Could have right? just got them. Yeah, um, I noticed. So so last night, John. Um, dropped my kid off at practice, and I thought this is a good time to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do actual shopping last night. 
Um, but I wanted to browse, and I thought, all right, you know, the, Tuesday night this is probably a good time. I had like an hour and a half. I can at least if I see something, I can grab it. Like you know, boom, there's one thing. But I can at least just start browsing, getting some ideas for gifts. And I went to a couple stores, and I'm walking around, and it's like a ghost town. Uh, I, I mean, it, is everybody now just dialing it up and either getting gift cards or they're doing the Amazon thing, or they're just they're ordering online, ship it to me. Uh, you you wrap it, and so because I don't want to wrap it, I don't want to deal with it. No one is going to the stores anymore. Not small sample size, I get it. You know, it's a Tuesday night, but I remember when I would shop and I would pick out nights like this to say, okay, the crowds might be less on a weekday evening, but there were still crowds. There were still people there thinking the same thing as me. And last night, every store I walked into, uh, I mean, there were more workers that were stocking shelves in some of the stores I went to than actual people looking for stuff. Well, I think obviously like online stuff has made a big impact in retail, like, you know, brick and mortar stores, right? I think that's yep. made a big impact for sure. But I also think I'm pretty sure now I haven't been I try to avoid the mall at all costs, especially during the holiday season, because like you a decade ago, you go down there, you get stuck in a traffic jam just trying to get to Sears, you know? Back when they had Sears stores. Sears, yeah. Right? Yeah, I remember Sears. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you'd get stuck in a traffic jam around the mall. So I'm like, I'm not going to the mall around Christmas time. But I think, I bet you it gets really busy a week before, three days okay. before. Because that's so, when so everybody's like, gun. Yeah, every, no, that's when everybody says, well, I can't order online anymore. Now I got to get my butt outside. Oh, I think okay. that's when it gets serious. Okay. Yeah, you're, pro- you're probably right. I used to, um, and, and I, I might still do this, uh, like I used to would power shop. And I would I would get everything lined up, you know, kind, you know, make the list, check it twice, whatever. And and have everything line up and say, okay, I need to get these items, and I know where I need to go get them. I compartmentalized, John. I, I mean, I, I had everything slotted, and then I would pick a night, like like last night. It would be like a week night when I thought, all right, the, the crowds won't be, and and then I just kind of set course. It was like set the GPS and go, and I would just get it all done. It was sort of like cramming for a test. And just like you prepare for a test, you got to be organized. You got to study. So I always studied, made sure I knew where I needed to get everything ahead of time. And then boom, just bounce. I would just bounce. It would be the Bob Brainerd Christmas bounce. Still might try that. Still might bounce. Just for tradition's sake. So, Or I can just order it online. But it might be easier. Yeah. might be easier. Yeah. Adios and I will come back with more holiday tips for you because it is two weeks from Christmas. You better get your butt in gear, folks. Tell me what is it gonna make things so complicated? I see the way you're acting like somebody else gets me. Wednesday morning. Lucas in the morning. Bob Brainerd in for Mike Lucas, who's out in New Jersey. John Adidas with me as well. John and I decided it's time to uh, flip on our phones and take a little stroll through Twitter land. Because I'll admit, John, that's how I found out about Garrett Cole. 
this morning because I went to bed. Night, night. Bye. And, and then this was getting done. Yeah, there we go. Time to check out the tweets. Random scrolls from the phones of John Adias and Bob Brainerd. And I'll start. Uh, John Rothstein says, Wednesday's college basketball games to watch of note. Uh, UT Arlington at Houston. I don't know why. Uh, Michigan and Illinois from the Big Ten. And he also says, keep your eye on Wisconsin at Rutgers. I'm guessing he's thinking it'll be a problem for Bucky on the road. That's hmm. what, why he says, keep your eye on it. Okay. Rutgers is not, Rutgers is not, um, they're not football bad Rutgers. Basketball's got a pretty good outfit. So this this will be a test for Wisconsin. Um, yeah, okay, I'll keep my eye on that. Yeah, I think was Rutgers six and three this season. Does that sound right? Yeah, they're yeah, they're doing they're off to a pretty good good start. So th- this is not don't think of this as the football team and and you're gonna walk because it's like, why are you in the Big Ten football team? Why 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 are you doing this? No, basketball is is in a much better place as Wisconsin faces Rutgers tonight. All right, I've got two Brewers notes uh okay. straight from their at Brewers Twitter account. Corey Knable, one-year contract, avoiding arbitration. Needed him. That's good. And uh, Josh Hader and Christian Yelich were named to the first-team All-MLB squad. Hader yeah. and Yelich, first-teamers. The first, this is the first year Major League Baseball is doing this uh, first-team type of deal. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense those two guys would be there. And by the way, Knable, I heard uh, Craig Council from the winter meetings yesterday. He said, uh, looking at him to be... Uh, available to pitch, I think he used the term Mayish, like sometime in May. Um, that would fall in line with the about 13 months it takes to recover from um, his, his surgery. So he, he ain't going to be in spring training, and he ain't going to be there for uh, opening day. But he'll have to do stuff to continue to rehab. So Mayish is what uh, uh, Craig Council said um, from TMZ Sports. Camille Kostek? Do we know who she, who she is, John? Uh, no. Uh, no. Um, she says Rob Gronkowski is done with the NFL. He's not coming back. Oh. Um, attractive woman. Might be dating um, Gronk. Um, but she said, she told TMZ straight up, no, he, he, he finished. Um... No, oh, that is. That's his, uh, according to TMZ, that's uh, his smoking hot GF. GF. In uh, Yeah, his GF. So if, if it's the smoking hot GF saying it, then you know it's true. He ain't coming back. So hmm. Okay. Uh, that's all, also on Twitter. Also on Twitter is, how about this one? We're talking about Garrett Cole a lot today. Scott Boris, this is from Spa Track. You know, they're the, if you ever Google someone's salary, they're the website that you're probably clicking on. Scott Boris represents Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg, and Mike Moustakis, who signed a combined $633 million worth of contracts this month. Assuming he gets a 5% cut, he's reeled in over $30 million the last few weeks. And he also represents Anthony Rendon. So he's made about Yikes. $30 million this month, Scott Boris. Just just by being the guy who represents the guys. Just by being somebody who builds up a reputation as being this scary guy who's going to walk into the office of some major league team and they're going to like poop their pants, wet their <laughs> pants, whatever, simply because it's Boris and they know they're in for a dog fight. So, there yeah. You, uh, you got something Good else? Day. I got something else. Uh, ben Mahler, do we know who he is? Yeah, from Fox Sports ben Radio. Mahler, yeah. Fox Sports Radio. 
also a GF of Rob Bronkowski, I I think. Uh, I'm not sure. But uh, Ben, on one of his shows, made the prediction that Odell Beckham Jr. will end up with the Cowboys next season. He's he's disgruntled. He he doesn't like the plan that's going on with Cleveland, which was the the sexy pick coming into the season. It ain't working out so well, so OBJ, he wants out. I, I did see... That apparently he told somebody he would like to play with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, but Ben, ben saying Dallas, I, I don't you see Dallas as a better fit? Oh, that's yeah. an OBJ team, yeah, right? You know, I mean, would you want? I mean, I know the Packers offense needs a little bit of a spark. Would Would Odell Beckham be that guy, or would you not want to deal with everything else? I don't want to deal with everything else. He's telling, that's, he's, that's my he's reportedly telling everybody else, like, come get me. Like that's a great teammate. Come get me. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that yeah. in a different way if you really feel that way, but you don't do it like that. That just signifies to me of somebody you don't want on your team. A happy OBJ is a good OBJ player, but then you got to guarantee that he's happy. And if he would come to Green Bay, would he be happy? Who knows. I say go to Dallas. Go be happy in Dallas. Make the Cowboys happy, too. Hey, we're going to take a break, but 7 o'clock hour is upon us. It's I can see it. So birthdays on this day, December 11th, coming up next. Adios, we'll go through the roll call when we return. Lucas in the morning. Okay, patrons, it's time to grab a little slice of cake and put on that party hat because it's birthdays, dead or alive. You said it's your birthday. Here's Uncle Lukey. No, Uncle Lukey, John Audius, Bob Brainerd in today on Lucas in the Morning. All right, here we go. Birthdays, politician John Kerry is 76. He was the 2004 Democratic nominee for president, but he lost. So I remember. You remember remember that? I do. Yeah, how about that? I do. Hall of Fame performer Jermaine Jackson is 65 before pursuing a solo career. He was a member of the Jackson 5. The fam, yeah. Yeah. What do you remember about that? A little little Michael singing right there. You seem like you'd Uh, love the Jackson 5. Am I right or wrong? You're right. You're right. What's not to like? Plus the dance moves. I mean, we can't see them, but... They, they got it all going on. They had the full package. Hmm. And then, then along came Michael. And, and then, okay. You know the rest. Yeah. Uh, Academy Award yeah. winning actress Monique is 52. She won the Academy Award for her role in what film? Uh, the Help? I don't know. Precious. 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 Okay. I never saw I Precious. I haven't seen that yet. No. No, I haven't either. So no wonder. Uh, I think Uncle Luke would like this. Wrestler Rey Mysterio Jr. is 45. Didn't he always wear a mask or something? What was the deal he with that? He did. Him? Yeah, yeah. He was, he was the mask guy, and so it was, it was kind of like a, like a kiss thing. Like, they always had to be in makeup. He always had to have the mask on. Mystique, you know, the, the mystery of, ooh. Ooh, that's his thing. Do you have any uh, birthdays before I get to my next one? You, you know, you know, I'm scrolling through, and I know I'm getting old because <laughs> everybody that they're listing is like reality star, YouTube star. Like, come on, that's weird. Come on, do we have do we have to dig that deep to include them on famous birthdays today? I guess we do. So I I don't know. Uh, Rita Moreno, how about that? She's 88. 
uh, actress, Broadway. She was in The Electric Company. Remember The Electric Company? No. Came after Sesame Street? Oh, no. Oh, kind of. After Sesame of. Street. Okay. Yeah, she was yeah, yeah. She was part of the original ensemble. You know who else was part of that ensemble, Jen Adias? I don't. M- Morgan Freeman. Oh, Morgan Freeman. How about that? He was in he was in the Electric Company, so that's that's my contribution. Okay. She's 88 today. Thank you. Yeah. Motley Crue bassist Nikki Six is 61. Six. 61. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nikki Six. Yeah, Getting all up in your face. Great for Wednesday morning. Um, what else do we got? I've got some other ones. You, know, <laughs> you ever heard of Roy Hibbert? American basketball yeah. player? American basketball player, yes. 32. Which college did he attend? Hibbert? Uh, uh, I forgot. Georgetown. Sharif Abdul-Rahim is 42, I believe, today. Yeah. 42. Play for the uh, Vancouver Grizzlies. That's how old he is. Uh, when they were the Vancouver Grizzlies. Yes. Do, do, do you know who's 25 That's today? Right. Who? John? It's a Connor the Waffle. Connor the Waffle. Who's, He's a YouTube star. Oh. Connor the Waffle is his name. Do you, 25. Do you think, like, so my daughter's six, and she watches a lot of YouTube, and it's usually just people playing with dolls. But right. do you think in, like, 30 years, these YouTube people are going to be, like, the biggest celebrities because all these kids grow up watching YouTube? Everybody's I'm cutting g- cords, gonna, and they're just watching YouTube all day. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say no, but be, only because I think if that's the case, I think it'll be saturated. It'll be so oversaturated. That you can be a YouTube star, but I'd be like, yeah, but there's a bunch of you, you know. Mm, okay. I got I got too many choices now. It's still kind of kitschy, and but but I think it's exploding and it's gonna be out of control. That it's gonna be like, oh, YouTube, yeah, all right, all right. Mm. There's and a million of you people. So that's true. There is a lot. So uh, also this Rolling Stones bassist Daryl Jones is 58. So if you're like me, you're like 58. How does that even the Rolling Stones? Uh, they like 100 years old or something. Um, I looked up his bio. He actually joined the band in 1993 after bassist Bill Wyman retired. Oh. So I'm just playing Rolling Stones. I understand Daryl Jones at the age of 58 probably wasn't on the uh, recording of Brown Sugar. Probably not. But I just want to play some Rolling Stones, so deal with it. That's he's, a, he's, a, yeah. he's a late comer to the Rolling Stones. So, But he's, he's still the Stones. But yeah, this is Vintage Stones. All right. Um, birthdays in the books on this December 11th, 2019. Two weeks away from Christmas Day. Lucas in the Morning will continue. The 7 o'clock hour features Andy Baggett to talk. Bucky Badger. And up next, it's Brian Posick to join the fray with me and Adias. Good morning, patrons. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, what a beautiful morning. This is Lucas in the morning. I'm from the old school. I got a street knowledge. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? The show where the hot topics get doused with a bucket of cold water. Now that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Fasten your seatbelts and get ready for a radio ride. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here's Mike Lucas. 
Mike Lucas is in here. Settle down, settle down. It's Bob Brainerd sitting in the chair of Uncle Lukey as he travels eastward to the East Coast, New Jersey, to be more specific. Badgers face Rutgers there tonight, so he'll be on the call with Matt LaPay. So we take over the radio airwaves on your Wednesday morning. We being me and John Adias and Brian Posick as well. Good morning, gentlemen. Hello, Bob. Brian, you're. Uh, uh, we we were just running through birthdays. Yeah. John and I were running through birthdays today. Lot mm-hmm. lot of um, reality stars. A lot of YouTube people, people on there. I it, probably is, don't know any it, of them. Right. You're not. Yeah. We're yeah. we're not alone there. Yeah. Um. Is is, is Maddie Posick? Is she considered a YouTube star now? I saw her. <laughs> no. A, a day in the life. No. No. I don't think she is. No. No. I wouldn't. Certainly wouldn't tell her she is. No. He's not. That was fun. It was fun. That was a cute little video mm-hmm. um, that, that some of the hockey players yeah. put together. And it was sort of like, Drake, this yep. is. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, going, going to class and now we're, you know, th- th- there was. A- Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. A lot of eating. A lot of eating on. and coffee drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 20-year-old college know. students. Kids drink yeah. coffee. Kid, <laughs> oh college kids drink coffee all, all the time. The right. time. The, right. Yeah. Exactly. That's one of the Christmas gifts for, for Maddie will be. That wasn't like it when cars. I was in college. No, Nobody I, was not at all. They're drinking no, we coffee drank at beer going to class. We <laughs> <laughs> drink right. coffee. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. And the Mountain Dude as a chaser, right? Right. Just to stay away. But yeah, Maddie made an appearance. She was drinking her coffee. But yeah, so I enjoyed the little video piece that the girls put together mm-hmm. um, but it, it just struck me that it was like okay now I'm going to class but they really focused on okay now we're eating and now we're having <laughs> coffee I mean that was the biggest part of the day to them everything else they just kind of blew off just like and I'm going to shoot some pucks now right. and I'm going to get some studying in Ooh, but now it's time for an omelet <laughs> okay that's their life on the road especially you know i mean that's yeah. that's what you do you you sleep until whatever you go have breakfast you go skate you go have lunch you may take a nap you go play and you can't wait to eat after you're done right and then probably order a late night snack after that so it's amazing so, so, the student athletes what, all they do is what, they they eat all that's day what the guys do all the time yeah, yeah i mean like you know they when i'm traveling yeah. with wisconsin men's hockey right they they get back after the game and there's a meal ready for them at the hotel and and they'll probably stay up till one or two o'clock or so because they don't have to get up you know that early the next day and then they'll order a pizza. So there, I don't know how many <laughs> calories these guys eat on any given game day, 
But you know, there's no chance that I can keep up with with oh. those guys. I mean, you you travel no. with volleyball and women's basketball, and you you go to their pregame or meals or whatever. You end up eating yeah. like four or five times yeah, a day. I just just uh, yeah, I try to eat once now on the road, <laughs> yeah. just once. It's awful. Oh you're my like, god, just stuffing your face with food, and yeah. then you you're like, when is the next food coming? By to the my end mouth? of by the end of March, I weigh 230 pounds, <laughs> right? And but but then a- after the summer, I come back to work, you know, in August or whatever, and and I weigh 185. Yeah, I so. It's just oh god. I See the, the, the difference. The difference, guys, is that uh, they're not old farts like us. And yeah. the, the the in between all the eating, they're going and burning this off. Right. So right. they can afford to do that. Right. We're, that's we're, the big difference. Where I go and take a nap. Yes. You know, yeah. Yeah. and two naps on the road per day—that's the best, right? Oh. You, you get a two napper in. Well, I see. I wake up. You know, I, I my my internal clock wakes me up at four o'clock in the morning or three thirty or whatever it is, yeah. so I can't sleep. So I'll do some work or I'll walk around the hotel. You know, find a newspaper or something like that, and then around nine o'clock after breakfast, I'll take a nap, and then I'll go. You know, go to their skate or whatever, and then I'll come back. Eh, I'll try to take a nap. <laughs> what else are you going to do? Two napping. Right? God you know? bless you, it. Brian Posey. God Thank bless you. you. Double napping. Yeah, oh, I know. man. Thank you. I'll try I, to do that today, so too. <laughs> there, is, there is something to be said about um, the student athletes, like your daughter, and maybe it seems routine and mundane because that's all it is, but there is something to be said about having a, a set routine like that because oh, yeah. I would think it just it gets her focused on – this is my life right now, and I I can focus on hockey, and mm-hmm. I can focus on being a student, and everything else is just kind of flushed aside because you have that routine built in. Oh yeah, she's got. Uh, it's, it's, she might be different than others, but she's got this this journal that she keeps in uh, a daily journal, and then she has I don't know. 10, 12 different colored pens. So, you know, hockey is in red and this class is in yellow and this class is in green and coffee is in brown. You know, I mean, it's... It, <laughs> color, it, yeah, it's color-coded. Yeah, yeah definitely. So you know, my, you know very what? regimented. My wife has a scheduler just like that. And yeah. it's this huge complex system of colors and post-it notes and everything. Sure. I, I think that's the... We got to get into that organizational business. Start selling some pens and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> you know how many people do that? You know how many people use that? Right? Cam- yeah. And I'm I'm saying to myself, I should probably be doing the same no. thing. I just find a scratch piece of paper and <laughs> right. write things down. That's all I do. But and then once I I'm, cross them all off, I throw it away. That's I don't yeah. need to keep track of it. I'm I'm impressed that um, that your daughter does that because that's kind of old school. Mm-hmm. Rather than just yeah. you know throw it on a phone or a tablet or a computer, right? right. It's kind of old school and it's kind of refreshing to hear that. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, when I was in school, if I didn't write something down, I wouldn't remember it more times than not. So I'm talking about class, right? So yeah, I, I had to class. write notes. You know, I can't <laughs> oh. just sit there and look. You know, I, I always it's just like trying to memorize numbers of an opposing team. You know, I, I've got to write it down. Uh, you know, as much as possible so that I can remember them. That's just me. So I had I had a I, my, my first job in TV was in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, at the NBC affiliate, and and I, at one time I had I had rotating roommates. Nothing personal, Bob Brainerd, uh-huh. but at, at one time our our station weatherman was my roommate. And he was anal about post-it notes. Uh-huh. I mean, with with everything, whether it was weather or whether it was picking up groceries or whatever. And so he left them all over the house, and it drove me nuts. And so I started. I got my own different color post-it notes, and I started putting something next to his notes, like "Remember to breathe," "Remember <laughs> to wake up," "Remember to go to the bathroom," just to be <laughs> annoying.
That's me. I'm the annoying roommate, okay? Maybe this is why they were rotating, yeah, okay? I, 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 yeah, I just figured that I was out, just Bob. Going to say, I think we all figured out <laughs> why you had rotating roommates, man. <laughs> all right, BP, have a good day. He's, yeah. he's gone. Uh, yeah, he's going to go write in his journal or, or write a note. You know, re- Remember to not move in with Brainerd. Um, when we come back on Lucas in the morning, minus Mike Lucas, but not minus Andy Baggett. Oh, no, he's here to talk Bucky when we return. Bob Brainerd, John Adias with you on Lucas in the Morning. Mike Lucas with the basketballers out east as Wisconsin plays at Rutgers this evening. Speaking of the Badgers, time to talk Badgers with UWBadgers.com's very own Andy Baggett. Good morning, Andy. Morning, guys. Everything all right? Everything's great. We have so many subject matters we can discuss with you. So, John Adias, spin the Bucky wheel o topics, if you will. And then wherever it lands, Andy, that will determine the question we have for you. Ah, Heisman Trophy is where it lands. So should we be Shocking. enraged? Yeah, I know. Should it, should it be enra- we be enraged and outraged that he isn't at least, Jonathan Taylor that is, isn't at least invited to the party? He should have been invited. There's, I don't care what the numbers say. He's given his accomplishments and given... Uh, given the fact that he's worthy. I mean, you could say that about a lot of guys. I have no quarrel with who's who's been invited. I think that uh, um, all of their candidacies are worthy candidacies, and you could probably make a case that a couple more should be there. But it, I, I think Jonathan being overlooked is is uh, that's going to come back to haunt somewhere down the line. Um, I was just looking at uh, the 1999 Heisman voting. You know how many... You know how many first place votes Drew Brees got? Mm, no. You need one hand. He got three first place votes. So there's there's some wow. Heisman and Ron Dane got almost 600 first place votes. So there's uh, you go, you go back and you see think about the Heisman karma that paid off there for for Wisconsin running back at this time around. It's definitely not there. So um, what I what I I don't think Jonathan Taylor is going to be. Is is crying in a super or anything like that? He's uh, he's one of those guys that uh, uh, this stuff is it, it's cool to talk about, but it's not that important to him. Uh, but I think at the I think ten years from now, people are going to say, "Really, Jonathan Taylor wasn't a Heisman finalist? That's crazy!" Because I think he's yeah. going to be that good in the NFL, and I think his. Uh, his legacy in Wisconsin is going to be eclipsed by what he does in the NFL. Okay, should I spin okay. the wheel next, Bob? Should yeah, I do yeah. Okay, spin right. the wheel. Go right. ahead, Adi. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Rose Bowl it landed on, Andy, and that is where the Badgers are headed for their bowl game, Pasadena and the Rose Bowl. Now, there are some Badger fans that say, hey, don't get too excited about the Rose Bowl. It's not what it used to be. What do you say to those fans that may not be excited about the Badgers' bowl destination? Well, they're right to a degree. It is not what it used to be because ever since we've seen the playoff formats emerge, its prominence has taken a bit of a dip. Uh, and and I think there's a generation of of Wisconsin fans that uh, don't realize how special a place it is. So I, I get that sentiment, but uh, go 
go see, go to the game. I mean, go witness if you haven't witnessed a, a, any type of a football game in the Rose Bowl, especially a Wisconsin game. Uh, you're depriving yourself of something really cool. It's uh, um, I've been there enough times to realize that it's uh, it's a special assignment. It's a special opportunity. Uh, I think uh, the football players who who participate in it will tell you after the fact that it's one of the neatest things they've ever been a part of. And they'll say that even after they've had NFL careers. So, um, if you have the means, if you have uh, if you have the inclination to want to go, please go do it and 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 take in this game because it's going to be worth your efforts. Spin the wheel, John. Let's see. Andy Baggett, of course, joining us here on Lucas in the Morning. Badger. Basketball, uh, uh, tough test at Rutgers tonight, Andy. Uh, the, the Badgers, of course, winning the Big Ten opener in impressive fashion over Indiana. But now you got to strap it back on and you get this road test. This this is not like Rutgers football where you can just go in there and knock these guys off. No, there's 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 a, a big challenge there, and you would you would hope that the. Some momentum was created. Some confidence was created. Some some goodwill was created with the with how the Badgers played against Indiana. When your shots are dropping, when your free throws are are going down, when you're when you're uh, limiting the turnovers, uh, that's a pretty good recipe for a win, regardless of where you are. But Rutgers is uh, Rutgers is going to provide a, a pretty stiff challenge, and and I think if if the Badgers can start two zero in the Big Ten, that would be a huge bonus, especially as we're. Uh, waiting for the the holiday break to come up and and Micah Potter to to join the fray, um, getting off to a two zero start in the Big Ten would be huge. Okay, I'll spin the wheel one more time, Andy. Here we go. Can't wait. <laughs> oh, look! It landed on coaches, and that's because ESPN put out its list of 150 greatest college football coaches. I'm not sure if you saw that. Uh, Paul Bear Bryant was number one. Nick Saban was number two. But Barry Alvarez checked in on the list at number 90. Now, Mike Lucas just tweeted 15 minutes ago that Barry being number 90 seems low slash laughable. Um, what do you think? Would you see Barry Alvarez at number 90 of the greatest, 150 greatest college football coaches ever? Well, first of all, I take it all really with a, with a grain of salt because these lists are, are getting are, are for a reaction, not, uh, not for... Uh, truthfulness or accuracy. I think they're just uh, for people to talk about stuff like this. My first reaction, though, was that it is low. I, I think, did he win a national championship? No, but he did. I think the next biggest thing that a coach could do is to take is to, to, to take over an ash-laden program, a, a, total, a total rebuild, and turn it into something special. And, and I think that the uh, if you are looking at a, a project, a rebuilding project, very, very few in college football history have ever been as dramatic and as, and as wide-ranging as this one has been because it's gone from a, just an awful display of football, an awful display of, of financial uh, issues that, uh, that were part of Wisconsin's legacy at that point in time to a, to a model program. And, and uh, he... he in my opinion, he's he's very very low on that list, and that should not be the case. Where I'd put him, I don't know, but it's uh, it's the, it just struck me that the ninety below the below the top half is 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 an injustice to Barry. All right, we're gonna spin the wheel one last time. Here we go, John. And the final category for Mister Baggett is 
Volleyball, uh, ba- John Adios knows this, of course, the voice of Badger Volleyball. Uh, but Andy, you've got game. You've got the games against Texas A&M on Friday. If they win, could be a rematch again with Nebraska out of the Big Ten to go to the Final Four. This Badger Volleyball program is really one of the best year in and year out in the country, isn't it? Yes, uh, and it's one of those reasons that you. Uh... There are many places that sell it out. There are many places that uh, have the have the the lineup that this team has. Um, this is national championship contender, and I, you can say that about every year with with the Badger where the Badgers are concerned. But I think this year it's a, it's it's you can speak it a little louder because this is a when you have the Player of the Year in the Big Ten, and you have the Setter of the Year in the Big Ten, and the Coach of the Year in the Big Ten, and you have a supporting cast that's as strong as this one. Uh, you should be thinking national championship match or bust because this is a good team. This is a this is one of Kelly Sheffield's best teams. This is one of the program's best teams, and uh, they get to put in if you're if you have the means and and you have the time to go watch this team play, you should do that this week because it's uh it's going to be a lot of fun and they're they're a lot of fun to watch. Absolutely, and if you can't listen to Adios on the radio, he'll have the call on Friday at of one course. o'clock. Andy, of course, yeah, of course, of course. Free plug there for Adios. Uh, Andy Baggett from UWBadgers.com. Thanks for joining us. We have lovely parting gifts. Thanks for playing our game. Okay, guys, <laughs> enjoy your days. <laughs> yeah, you as well. I like that, John. Since spinning the wheel, the, the Badger wheel. Spinning the Badger wheel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, maybe we'll do that again. We'll we'll put it, pull it out of storage one more time. Um, more of Lucas in the morning when we return. And I will wait, I will wait for you. It is in another industrial ugly morning, isn't it? John Adias, kind of. Cold, miserable, dank. Although the sun's supposed to make an appearance in Wisconsin today. Um, temperatures in the teens. Uh, your weather report brought to you by Bob Brainerd on Lucas in the Morning. Um, yeah, but highs in the teens, but sunshine. I, I at least appreciate the sun part because doesn't it make you feel warmer? It, it, it doesn't bring you down completely that it's like my god it's frigid and it's gloomy yes because that's like the double whammy it helps a lot so for example uh late afternoon yesterday i took a nap you know like an hour long nap it's really tired you guys in your naps well this happens when you wake up early and don't i know i know and um i woke up and there was a little bit of sunshine coming through the shades you know at the bottom of the shades and and it helped me wake up i was like oh it's sunny out. I better get up and get going and get ready to go pick up the kid from school and everything. And so sunshine is so key. Equals sunshine equals happiness. happiness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You, you know what? To, to that, remember we had the rant about daylight saving time, and you know the the darkness coming too early, and then the darkness in the morning, and then you know we we we, we kind of went back and forth with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about let's not th- turn the clocks back. Well, here's here's some more good news. So the first official day of winter is I think it's the 21st. Yes. So we're about a week. Yeah, so we're a week away. So you see that on the calendar and you go, okay, the first day of winter. Well, we already had winter. We had winter on Halloween because it's snowing on Halloween. Uh, it's, uh, but but 
what that actually means is that we are, from that point forward, we are picking up daylight. Every day, yeah. there's going to be more and more daylight starting on the 21st. So we, we just need to get there, um, and then we can start to see peaks and more peaks and more peaks, and then before you know it, a little more sunshine equating to a little bit more happiness. That's why the tw- uh, it's also known as the uh, longest day. The, yeah. the, the 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 winter solstice because it's the it's the day you have the least amount of daylight, it's so you got to get through day. that. It's the shortest. The day. shortest day. Shortest That's what day. I meant. Yeah, what yeah. did I say? The longest, longest day. day. It's not the longest day. No, no, no. It feel it feels like the longest there day. There you go. It feels excruciatingly long because you're like, my God, where is the sun? No, you, you're getting the least amount of sun on the winter solstice. After that. You get a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more and a little taste here. So something you know, that else that helps. That's to. perspective changing, Bob. Because in ten days, the days are going to start to become longer. Right. Yeah. You can wait ten yeah. days, can't you? Yes, I, I can wait I, ten we, days. We've we've done this. We've already got to this point. Might you know well. where we're 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 driving to work in darkness, and then you know we're we're going home and there's darkness, and you try to walk the dog, it's in darkness, and it's constant darkness. So yeah, you know we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, we 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 touched on it with Andy Baggett, but uh, you've got volleyball, and they're playing in the afternoon uh, at the Fieldhouse on Friday against Texas A and M. Why is that? Is that a TV thing, John? Yeah. So are they dict- they're dictating this? Yeah, they try to put all the uh, eight matches throughout the day. You know, spread them out so they're not all playing in the evening. So somebody has to play in the oh. afternoon, and it looks like ESPNU had eleven, one, three, and uh, ten as their open slots and programming. And they they went with all the host schools, so you know, oh. one of the, you they're going to get the eleven, the one, the three, or the ten. So it wasn't really prime is, is picking this, either. Is this, you think this is going to throw them off? I mean, do you guys ever play? When I say you guys, I mean the, the volleyball team, which is not even guys, so I shouldn't even say that. But do they play afternoon matches like on the weekends? No. Well, I mean, they'll play a Sunday afternoon match, so yeah, but not on a Friday, not on a not weeknight. on a Friday. So that might yeah. feel different because it's you know it's a different vibe when you know you get the Sunday one o'clock or something like that, not the Friday one o'clock. Never a weekday afternoon ever. It's always on the weekend, and it's usually yeah. a Sunday. So th- this might throw. I mean, it's going to be the same for both teams, uh, for the Aggies as well. But I mean, it, it it's probably going to just feel weird. It's going to feel different that because, and we were talking about this with uh, Brian Posick as well. I mean, athletes are tuned to be. Routine machines, right? I mean, they they have these routines and they have schedules, and when you you do something like this, I mean, they'll figure it out. But it's just it's going to be weird, isn't it? Well, yeah. But the good thing is they do, like you said, they have a routine, so they have a Sunday routine. You know, they've gone through that Sunday routine for a one o'clock start. So I would assume that, um, you know, it, it, they'll know it's Friday, but they it won't be unfamiliar. I guess like we oh we've done this before we've done this a couple of times two or three four yeah. five times this year where we do this schedule and so I don't think it'll be that big of an issue maybe if you're Kelly Sheffield the head coach you you you, you tinker with the calendars you know you, you tinker with the calendars and the clocks but you 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 kind of pre-build a calendar so that as you're coming up to Friday instead of the day before is going to with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Say Saturday. And you tell everybody, okay, it's Saturday, you know, enjoy the weekend. And so then on Thursday, you say it's Friday. Okay, everybody, let's get ready for the weekend. Yeah, let's get ready for our match on Sunday. And start tuning up, or is that? Yeah, am I uh, overthinking I think this? You might be overthinking it, but I understand what yeah. you're doing there. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, see what I'm doing. Set them up for like, hey, this is actually a Sunday match. But then what it's happens sort of... when they have to play the next day? And then they're playing Monday. Oh yeah, yeah. Now now is if they win and they play Saturday, is that is that a night game? It's when, a what time is that scheduled? Five o'clock. Five o'clock. Okay, so that's not so bad. No, I mean that's that's two hours up, but it's still. It, it's evening, and you can. It's still you can a little different, but I there. think I think with the trip to the Final Four at stake, you're going to be just fine. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna figure out how to get used to that. You know what I mean? Like you probably but, um, want it earlier. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, yeah. Um, John, you, you above ever anybody else should should know this, but but share with our listeners what is the history when it comes to championship volleyball for the Wisconsin Badgers? There's there's no banners. They've never won a national title, have they? No. No, they've no. never won a national title, but they've been a national finalist uh, two times. Um, right? Yeah, and they've yeah, so they've they've gotten to the final match and lost two times. Okay, yeah. so they've settled for silver twice, and they've been to the final four just those two times, or have they been to the final four any other opportunities? Uh, I think it's just the two times. Okay, I'm putting you on the spot. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm yeah. For that but th- this this would be good because now when you you go on the air on. Friday afternoon, or as times, we like yeah. to call it, Saturday afternoon. Okay, good. They're two See, now, and seven now be... in the regional finals. Okay, two and seven. So, trying to get back to the final four for the third time in school history, and trying then to get to the final for the third time, and trying to bring home the national championship for the first time. So, it all starts Friday at the Fieldhouse. Adios is on the call, or you can get there and get loud for Badger Volleyball. When we come back, Lucas in the morning rolls on. Remember, 8 o'clock hour, just past 8 o'clock, we will talk Packer football with the voice of the Green Bay Packers, Wayne Larvey. Stick around. morning it's lucas in the morning monday through friday except today because he's with matt lapay and the wisconsin badger basketball team they play at Rutgers tonight and then mike is winging his way back to be on the air to grace the airwaves bright and early tomorrow morning bushy-tailed refreshed ready to go i'm with john adias and um we're getting you through hump day right john that's what we do Ah, yeah, that's exactly what we do. I think we've done a decent job of it. I'll be decent. honest. It's been decent. decent. It's been a decent yeah. job. We had the wheel been... of Badger questions. That was fun. Yeah, we kind of kind of just 
you know, created that on the spot. And no, that Andy was a lot Bag- of planning, Bob. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The big pre-production, you know, AM with croissants and cafe au lait meeting that we had. We, we came up with that. Um, uh, during the break, we actually spun the wheel and we, we came up with the subject of uh, high school and the WIAA here in the state of Wisconsin and something that that is now out there that would, uh, I, I'm hoping, John, deters um, crazy parents from doing some of the crazy things that they do from the stands when their kids are playing said sports. Yeah, so you're talking about the WIAA thing? Yeah, let, yes, me, let me pull this that, up. that thing. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, um, here we go. So the WIAA is behind, and they put it out at their website, WIAA.org. Yep. Um, sports official bill receives legislative support is the headline, and uh, it's expressing its support of a sponsored bill that would make it a Class A misdemeanor to harass or intimidate a sports official in response to action taken or with intent to influence a referee, umpire, judge, or anyone serving similar functions. Okay. So they just uh, they want to up the ante here on if you go crazy because your kid um, didn't get the call in the basketball game or 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 pick a sport because it happens in every sport and there is a reason, John, that there is a shortage, there is a crisis when it comes to high school officials for every sport, Um, and and this is at the forefront right there. Yeah, so this cur- is the problem. That, so currently, that, that yeah, go ahead. It's not worth it. No, it's just they're they're looking at it and they're going, wait a minute, I'm doing this because I love, you know, officiating and, and I love being around kids and sports and, and the competition. I like that. A, a lot of times I think it, it used to be the, the case used to be that maybe it wasn't worth it financially. That it's like, okay, I'm gonna get in my car on a cold winter night and drive to some some gym in the middle of nowhere and officiate a basketball game. And it, it's not worth it financially. But I but I truly believe there are enough officials out there who don't do it because it's a moneymaker. They do it because they love officiating and they love being part of the fabric of high school sports. However, all that is now being put aside because they don't want to do, deal with the BS that comes with what we're talking about. Exactly. There's a, a shortage of officials, like you said, because everyone's like, well, wait, why am I doing this? So I can just get yelled at constantly. So currently it's a class B forfeiture. If any individual harasses, intimidates, strikes, shoves or kicks another individual uh, and it goes on or if the individual engages in a course of conduct, or repeatedly commits harassing or intimidating behavior with no legitimate purpose. But this new bill creates a new crime for specifically the harassment and intimidation of a sports official and revises mm. the existing penalty. Uh, penalty up to 40 hours community service as well as any other penalties associated with the crime, and you could have to undergo counseling and everything. What do you think? Is a good move, bad move to try no, to make a, it? Uh, it's it's a great move. It, it won't go away, but I, I think, I mean, this is, again, you can go on the on the WIA website and read about it because other states already have this in place. And it is working because the incidents are starting to drop. And, and that's what needs to happen. Will it completely stop? No, because there's always going to be that parent that he doesn't care what the repercussions are. He's going to let it loose. But included in there, John, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, verbal, right? Even if it's verbal abuse, you can, I mean, you don't have to go and slap the guy. If it's verbal, you can get docked 
with this misdemeanor. So I'm all for it. Let the kids play in peace. Let the officials officiate in peace as well. Uh, we're coming back to Lucas in the morning. Uh, stick around. Once we get to the 8 o'clock hour, which is um, a few minutes away yet, but Packer football is on the docket with Wayne Larrabee, the voice of the Packers. We'll come back to wrap things up here, however, on Lucas in the morning. Lucas in the morning, almost done, but not quite. We've got Wayne Larrabee coming up next, which means Packers and Bears going to do it again, John. The rivalry is on again Sunday in Green Bay. Yeah, so we get to ask Wayne Larrabee all about the rivalry and just how good is this 7-6 and six Bears team? Because I'll tell you what, Bob, I don't know. Tell I, me. It's it's a little, I, I don't know what to think about yeah. this game. It's, I don't know what to think uh, it, about this game. Yeah, it's a mystery. we got to get Scooby-Doo in the mystery machine to try to figure out exactly what the Bears are going to bring to the table on Sunday because, uh, yeah, they're starting to open some eyes here, and maybe they're not going to be in the playoffs, but if they're going to wreck anybody's season, they're going to wreck anybody's playoffs, they want to wreck the Packers. We'll discuss that and more with Wayne Larravee, voice of the Green Bay Packers, He's next on the Extendo version of Lucas in the Morning. It's time for Wednesdays with Wayne. Here's the snap to A-Rod. Looking, waiting, lost, end zone. Got his man, touchdown, Robert Tunyon. Back line of the end zone, and it's 13-0 Packers. With the voice of the Green Bay Packers, Wayne Larravee. Wayne Larravee. Brought to you by Metro Ford and Metro Kia of East Madison. And there is your dagger! All right, Wednesdays with Wayne, which means it's time to talk to Wayne Larravee, the voice of the Green Bay Packers, as we all settle in. For Packers and Bears Part Two this season, part got my goodness, a you know gazillion meetings between these two teams. First of all, first and foremost, good morning, Wayne. Good morning, Bob. How are you doing? Doing well. Feels like the frozen tundra in Wisconsin today, doesn't it? Yeah, and it probably will be this weekend too. So <laughs> it'll be interesting. Yeah, it's going to have all the elements. Um, Wayne, you've been you've been the voice of the Bears and the Packers, so you've been on both sides and been in the huddle, so to speak, uh, on both sides of this rivalry. Uh, which team does this rivalry mean more to, or is it cyclical? Does it kind of change as time evolves? Uh, it's like anything else. Um, it changes as time evolves. Um, I would say recently it's probably, in the last 20 years or so, been more important to the Bears because the Packers have dominated it. So um, it's been you know, spiked up, whereas the Packers, their rival has tended to be, over the last 20 years that I've been around Green Bay, has been more Minnesota than Chicago from a team standpoint. Now, the fans, that's wholly different. Uh, the fans, the Bears-Packers rivalry, to me, from what I glean from fans on both sides, is that's still the big rivalry. Uh, Wayne, is this Bears team that's coming in at seven and six? Are they better than that seven and six record? They're playing better now, uh, but again, you, you know, I'm hesitant to even say that because their wins have come over twice over Detroit in the last five weeks. They've, they're, you know, they've won four times in the last five weeks. Um, there were two wins over Detroit, a win over the New York Giants, and then their, uh, you know, win last week. Uh, their loss was at the Rams, so. Uh, you know, the teams they've beaten haven't necessarily been great teams, 
but um, by the same token, they still won four out of five. And I look at it as, you know, do they pass the eye test? And what I'm seeing with Mitchell Trubisky is that he's starting to pass the eye test. He's starting to get it. Uh, Wayne, Trubisky aside, uh, what is missing from the Bears that would bring them back into being in the conversation in the future in this division and in the NFL picture? Well, you know, I mean, right now they're missing several starters. Their offensive line is unsettled. Um, you know, that's the thing they're missing. They're missing a couple of key pieces on that defense. They've had injuries this year, whereas last year they had virtually none. And that's why they won, went 12-4 and four and won the division. It, it's just the way it is in the NFL. Injuries are such a big determining factor. What do the Bears need going forward beyond this year? I don't know. I mean, they could probably use another weapon at wide receiver. They're going to be with the quarterback. Make no mistake about that. People can uh, gripe and complain all they want about Mitchell Trubisky, but they moved up. They paid a heavy price to get him. They're going to continue to develop him. I understand his rookie contract is coming up, but they're in. You know, the general manager is invested in this kid, and and I think that he's just now starting to pan out. So, better play from the quarterback position is probably the number one thing moving forward that they have to have. How about the Packers quarterback play? Aaron Rodgers, he's had some some great stretches this season, and other times the offense looks uh, a, a bit shaky, I guess you could say. Where do you come down on, especially this week, Wayne, I don't know how much you, you follow on social media, but it seems like everybody now is an NFL analyst pointing out what Rodgers did or did not do well. I mean, I just see it all the time on Twitter. Where, where do you come down on that? Well, I, I think the number one thing you have to consider is that Rodgers is implementing a new offense and that he has – more inexperienced, newer targets around him than he ever has in his career, okay? The days of, of Greg Jennings and Donald Driver in their prime and, and uh, you know, James Jones and uh, young Randall Cobb, um, uh, Jermichael Finley at tight end, or even a Jared Cook at tight end. You know, he doesn't have players of that caliber around him with the exception of um, Devontae Adams. I'm not being critical of the Packers' present group. I'm just telling you that as far as the wide receivers are concerned, most of those wide receivers around him are, are still you know, very green and, and very new and young in their careers, so it takes some time. Plus, he's putting in a new offense. Um, it's been, uh, this has been a challenge for the quarterback, but I think for the most part, he's played a lot better than those uh, passer rating numbers would indicate numbers, in my opinion. Uh, we laymen have to have numbers or we can't uh, uh, quantify what we say, what our opinions are. Ooh, quantify. Wayne using big words here, big college words for, for, for me and John Adias. So we'll, we'll look them up. Uh, Wayne Larry joining us here on Wednesdays with Wayne. Yeah, um, let me know if I used it correctly. Uh, how how would I know? I went to Oshkosh. How would I know? Um, uh, you, you know, Wayne, Mason Crosby has quietly had a very good season. And I think because everybody is dissecting the offense and the new coach and the schemes and looking at what the defense is doing. But all he does is lend that veteran presence. We know about his circumstances off the field as well, dealing with that. But, man, the guy is just going out there and doing what he does. Yeah, he's had, I think, Bob, his best year. Um, he hasn't been called upon for many real long field goals, 50-plus, not many uh, this year. But, boy, i tell you something. And, and here's the other thing that people don't realize. It is real hard to kick in Lambeau Field from, like, about November on. Um, the winds, the cold, the field conditions, I mean, all of it uh, conspires against a kicker. And, you know, I think he's been great throughout his career but this year he's probably been more efficient than ever. And um, you're right about the veteran presence. And, and that's not to be poo-pooed because um, 
that's important. Uh, the presence he he gives in the locker room, the leadership he brings to those uh, special teams that are evolving as we speak, and you know, I, I think that's a big part of what he does as well, and why he's so valuable to this team. How important is Aaron Jones to the team? I mean, there are some weeks where there's a stretch there, right, where he's pretty much non-existent, and and then he has a, a game like he did last week, where he goes for over a hundred, and he had the over a hundred receiving uh, back in the middle of the part of the season. How important is he to the successes of? Green Bay come down the stretch of the season? Oh, I think he's big. Um, you know, if you look at it, and the kind of season Devontae Adams is having, um, you know, the kind of season the, the quarterback has had, you know, which is, again, they've had good stretches, as uh, Bob mentioned, but uh, week in, week out, you know, sometimes the, it hasn't always been there. But you look at this kid, and, and uh, again, Jones can only control what he can control. But, you know, he averages, you know, um, when I look at this kid, he averages a little under 20 touches per game. Only four times has he had 20 touches in a game. You know, and in those games, only four times in those games, he's produced 150 yards and a touchdown uh, at Dallas, 182 yards, four TDs at Kansas City, 226 and two touchdowns um, in, in 22 touches for 192 yards against Washington. In the four games, he averages... 23.7 touches a game, produces 187.5 yards a game, and two touchdowns a game. So I think Matt LaFleur and company have figured out they have got to find a way, one way or the other, to get the ball into this guy's hands, um, especially at this time of year down the stretch. He's the one difference maker they can count on. Wayne, um, OBJ, uh, speaking of social media, uh, basically shopping himself out of Cleveland. He doesn't want to be part of that, you know, kitschy team that everybody thought was a Super Bowl contender this year. So, and he has dropped hints on where he might like to play. Uh, somewhere, he, uh, apparently, he mentioned he would love to be on the other, other end of Aaron Rodgers' passes. Could he even fit into the dynamic that is Packer football? That's a real good question. Um, certainly from a talent standpoint, um, from a production standpoint, he certainly could. But I don't know if from – you have to understand that if you bring a personality in like that, you have to have a real strong locker room and structure around him. Um, and, I, you know, I'm not sure the Packers would want to do that. They did that with, you know, Martellus Bennett a couple of years ago, and it didn't work out at all. So I, I don't know, and I don't know what the cost would be to get him, but um, my concern wouldn't be on the field. It would be off the field uh, with uh, OBJ. Uh, the, the talent's tremendous, and, yeah, put another weapon like that on the uh, opposite end of Aaron Rodgers' passes, yeah, I think that would be great. But um, would it, what would it do to the locker room? And, and that's more important than uh, your fantasy football-playing fans would realize. <laughs> You know, take a look at some of the top stories today. I see Garrett Cole, and I'm coming around to the NFL. Just bear with me. $324 million contract. We know the type of contracts and money that the NBA hands out. These are all guaranteed contracts. What do players say when you're talking to them? And I don't know if this subject ever comes up where they see like so-and-so signed for $30 million a year in the NBA or Garrett Cole, for example, gets a nine-year 324. Do they talk about that? And what do they say? Because the money in the NFL isn't like the money in baseball or the NBA. Maybe among themselves they do, okay. but they know what they signed up for. 
I mean, there's no secret. The NFL is what it is, and this is the game they play, and this is the uh, you know these are the contracts they have. And so, no, I don't find it being brought up at all by players in the NFL that much. I'm sure they. I know with you know among themselves, they certainly talk about. Boy, I wish we were baseball players because everything would be guaranteed that type of thing. And it's not so much in the NFL. Although what's happened in the last 20 years in the NFL is that the bonuses these guys get that's the guaranteed part of the contract. Um, so, you know, there is some guarantee in the NFL. There really is, and it's uh, largely the bonus money they get. Um, and by the way, as a Yankees fan, I'm delighted to have Garrett Cole. I don't care what oh, it costs. Oh, come on. Oh, oh boy. Uh, hey, wait, we all have our crosses you... to bear, and, and, you know, that's mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we let you go, d- did you pay off your um, uh, uh, Lightning Kugel's beverage bet with Kuhn and Rock? I heard you uh, mention that on the broadcast. You know what? No, we haven't, but we're, we're going to have to get to that because I'm sure they'll hold it to me. You know, they both have long memories. That's that's <laughs> why I brought it up. I, I don't want you to be left out hanging, and then Sunday we get to Bears-Packers, and all they're concerned about is, hey, pay up, Wayne. So. <laughs> I, you know, you're right, Bob. I better bring a six-pack to each of them. I, I think that, that uh, vanilla porter there, the winter brew. There you- there you go. And you'll make the sponsor happy. So it's all good then in Wayne's world. <laughs> Wayne Larrabee, voice Have of the Bears and Packers. Guys. You as well, Wayne. Thanks. Bears and Packers for the gazillionth time. All right. That wraps up the extendo version of Lucas in the Morning. Up next, it's the Mike Heller Show with, go figure, Mike Heller as your host. Lukey's back tomorrow. See you then. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.